having troubles with adulting, overwhelmed by what adults have on their plate. Stay tuned as Javier and Malvika bring you beginner guides to start solving some of those pesky adult problems. Hi everyone, you're listening to Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. And this is the last episode of adulting. Woo! Woo! So Javier, what's what's one really insightful thing that you learned about adulting through the seven episodes that we did? I think one of the most interesting thing that I learned is like how we have differing views in terms of like uh marriage plans. Uh, when we when we debated about whether we one should hold a wedding dinner, I think that's that's uh something that was very interesting to me, because I guess you are still more on the traditional uh self thinking. Wow, for me, I was going with what like the some of the people in the newer generation would think. Hmm. Yeah, I I agree. That that was a very insightful debate, and I think it really showed me different perspectives. I thought generally everyone would, you know, think about their wedding day and um, have like a good event. But yeah, I guess that that was definitely one insight. I think for me personally, I would say, is when we discussed housing. I think that's when I realized just how similar HDBs and condos were. I don't think it's talked about enough, but there's barely any differences between the different housing types in Singapore. And uh, yeah, so I think that was really insightful to me. Yeah, I think the government has definitely done a very good job in like uh, keeping the balance in Singapore because the difference between HDB and uh, condos are, is just so minute and mainly focus yeah. around the facilities available to the residents yeah definitely um yeah so i think that was really insightful as well and then also i think over the housing episode we also covered what are the requirements to bto and things like that and for someone who's a novice at that i think that was really insightful too i think it's also insightful because we are going to have our own house maybe in the next few years like we will probably start being part of the bto crowd (laughs) Yeah, so it was it was good to know how resale flats and BTOs and condos and HDBs compare. And I think that episode really gives people an insight into, you know, what what's best for them and as well as advantages and disadvantages of each of the types of housing. Yes, definitely. And I mean, uh, for me, definitely waiting for what my, to see what my partner wants is definitely on the menu <laughs> because <laughs> I think most of the time it's a consensus between both parties. So it's not just solely on what we want. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that's the one of the scary part about adulting to me is because like once we get a partner and stuff like, uh, once you get a partner and start working towards a family together, it is not just like, your decision alone because you have to take into consideration what does your partner want and what does your family needs and like uh in that way we have to grow out of like just thinking for ourselves and thinking more on our for our family yeah and i think that permeates into all the different spheres of adulting like finance and housing and even marriage like we talked about like your partners and your views might you know sort of oppose on these things or or hopefully you find someone who who matches your interests in every which way but 
in that in that sense there's a compromise to be made and that goes to say a lot about um how this sort of podcast on adulting is you, you know relevant in in that sense as well yes um ultimately uh, adulting is definitely a lifelong journey i mean we are just at the start of it and being at like 30 40 doesn't mean that we stop learning and like having to learn new things at the adulting journey because every single new life stage brings in different challenges and what we are facing right now is definitely the the initial stage and initial hurdle of uh our adulting journey be it financially and it's also at a phase where we have to learn a lot and we have to keep pace and ensure that um we are not left behind yeah so what would you say is apart from you know the the thing the relationship thing that you mentioned what would you say is the scariest thing about adulting for you i think the scariest thing about adulting for me is uh finding a first job the mm-hmm. the argument is that uh if you do not have a good first job uh for example if you are willing to accept a lower pay most companies nowadays uh base your new pay on your previous pay and by starting on a lower pay you eventually make lesser than your peers so this is one fear that i have that i'm not able to find a good enough job for my first job okay yeah i think going into jobs and sort of transitioning into the workplace is not something that we really covered on the show but that's definitely one of the biggest steps in adulting i would say too and i think it's really scary to step out of your comfort zone of you know school and teaching and studying where um you kind of everything is pre-planned for you and you just have to go through the process whereas in the work environment it's so different and it's so new to so many of us yes the workforce is to too many i think the workforce is a scary place because we are entering for the first time and we heard so many like uh how put it uh negative stories or like scary stories in the workplace but ultimately i think if you find a good work environment uh you are gonna enjoy your time working and i think that's the most important part uh ultimately a job is should not be valued just on his pay alone and sometimes our enjoyment of the job should be taken into factor when uh we choose our job yeah i i think for me sort of building along the same lines of this for me one of the scariest parts about adulting is um is the hustle culture that comes with it you know working say a typical nine to five and then you know side hustles and then taking care of your family and trying to be productive in general and things like that like i feel like in that hustle and bustle of daily life you you do tend to forget um to take care of yourself and to just find happiness in the little things rather than focusing on you know a huge salary raise or a promotion and things like that and i think that's something that definitely scares me is that i don't want to spend a couple of years of my life and then realize wow i'm not really happy you know mm i guess you can put it that way but uh yeah we definitely have to find something that makes us happy now that thing because if we do not i mean uh life is short so my so make the best use out of it don't make it seem like it's a man uh money chase because then you'll be eventually parked 
like you'll see yourself part of the red race, which is something that most of us want to get out of. And I do admit that yes, finding the job that you love a lot doesn't mean that you're out of the red race, but I, I feel like the red race is still a mentality. And if you do not uh, chase the money, where the money is, I think you'll eventually find yourself to be a much happier place. Yeah, and I think that's a good takeaway from um, our episode on the Hafsa culture. And in general, I think it's good to know that it is a mentality and you do not have to succumb to it. I, I think one more interesting thing that I definitely learned was like healthy eating and the importance of it. I think it's something that I want to work towards uh, in the next year. I mean, this is my final year in uni. So uh, I definitely want to work towards having a healthier lifestyle, be it sleeping earlier or trying to cook more of my own food because I find it to be something that's worth learning, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I think that sort of healthy lifestyle also translate into you being of of a healthier mindset as well and i think it does help in general productivity too so i think healthy eating and sleep is something that we don't talk about as often but is 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 probably i would say the most important part when it comes to adulting yes uh i mean without health uh, we'll have a lot more things on our plate so because with health you can just lead uh uh, you can work you can take care of things you have energy there's a lot of things that you can do so i think health is still the most important uh, among all the things in adulting yeah and and is there something that you're really looking forward to in the process of adulting to be honest the thing that i look forward most to is uh there are actually two things one is starting a new job uh, starting a job and like getting a regular salary because currently as a freelancer, uh, income doesn't really come on a regular basis. And it's something that I really feel, uh, really, really like sometimes fear because of the irregular income. Um, and another thing that I really look forward to is uh, marriage uh, and mm-hmm. having a partner, living together with a partner. I think this is something that I really am looking forward to because I'm quite excited for it. Okay, that's good. I think for me, I would say one thing that I'm really looking forward to is, like you said, I think transitioning into a steady job and earning a steady income, of course. But I think the top thing that I'm looking forward to is getting a house and moving in and having my own space and things like that. I think that really means a lot to me and I'm really looking forward to that. Ooh. I think this is something that I also want to look forward to is like moving into a house with my partner. But I think for me, it's probably going to be like another six to seven years down the road. So shouldn't be thinking about that too much unless I get a resale flat. Yeah. Uh, moving back to now, like uh, what preparations are you making for the transition to adulthood? Mm, I think so for university students overall, I think their number one priority is to find a, 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 a full-time job after uni. So I think the first step that people take are obviously get good grades, but also to find internships. And that's one step that I'm also taking. So I'm interning this 
summer and hopefully the experience that i get is will be appreciated by hrs in the future and who will land me a full time job what about you i think for me uh, this summer is going to be an interesting one because i'm currently not uh i currently have not landed a summer internship and likely will not be taking on a summer internship so but uh, i did make plans because ultimately it's still my last holiday because in the working life i mean there isn't really a holiday and i'm going to make uh, use of this 3 months to possibly try my hands on at full time content creation so mainly going to be managing two twitch channel and two youtube channels uh with content plan every single week because currently i've been doing them only on one channel but i'm thinking of expanding the marketing and the uh, definitely uh upping the skill of production in terms of what i'm been doing and incorporating more new things and hopefully i can make content creation a viable career uh, in terms of like salary in the near future but okay, I, I, I i do understand that i think it is a long journey and it's not something that everyone can succeed but considering that this is my last holiday i'm just going to like give you a shot and see how it goes but because of the nature of my content creation work which is uh largely based in uh chinese so the market in singapore i do admit is definitely much much smaller so i do have a lot to work on and think about when i'm doing my uh content in the future but this is something that i've been planning this month and uh once my finals end on 25th uh you can stay tuned there's a lot of new things that i will be having on my channels mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that that's good. That's kind of a like different from the regular summer vacation that we all have planned and it certainly seems a lot more interesting than my summer. I think is uh it definitely is, but it comes as a as a big risk uh, because ultimately uh from my experience not a lot of not every HR will value the experiences that you do on your own and some will only take a look at your ex- internal experience because from my experience a lot of uh, HRs do not really highly regard my freelance experience uh, for whatever reason so ultimately it's still a risk that you want to take and ultimately I want to take the gamble because I am interested in content creation and it's something that I love and have been striving for which is why I joined the CCA from the very very start so I mean, if you are interested in content creation and would like to give it a shot, you can always try to be a content creator on, on like Radio Pulse, uh, and start off with just podcast, which I think has a much lower entry barrier compared to, a uh, live streaming or creating con and especially creating content on YouTube, which is holy, it's like, a so high barrier because of the unique skills in editing, production, and so much more. Mm. Yeah. Have you considered a career in, in content creation? Oh yeah, for sure. I think everyone has considered a career in content creation since, you know, YouTube and Instagram and, and now TikTok. Um I think it's really interesting how people are able to put themselves out there and um create content which is really not that easy. I would say it appears so easy when people film these things on a regular weekly basis but it's actually quite interesting to see how much work goes in behind the scenes which is not always displayed to the viewer 
and uh, yeah so I, but but yeah i don't think uh, as much as i'm interested in it i don't think that's the path for me why is it cause of like do you think like, it's not something that you are suitable for um like you said the entry barriers and to get recognized would take quite a while and apart from that i think i'm a bit hesitant in putting myself out there i think that takes a lot of confidence to have people have a glance into your life or or the content that you create because ultimately it's all subjective when it comes to things like this and you have to be at the receiving end of hate or love and um, i don't think i'm ready for that sort of pressure uh, I, I do agree i mean the pressure is definitely extremely high in this industry because every action is uh, magnified yeah for sure and i think one person voicing out their opinions can be ampli- amplified by the masses as well and so you know you're not really just dealing with one troll or one hater you're dealing with a lot of them so yeah i think that that's scary to me and Actually, and so i don't think well one last topic about uh to end off i would like to like ask like what, what is your future career plans and what like how have you drifted from uh, maybe when you were younger mm, so when I was younger I wanted to be a doctor and um, that's pr- but but I think over the course of my high school years I realized that that is not the path for me I, I thought that was a pretty routine sort of lifestyle of it, it was pretty much close to the same thing every day and and that's not what I wanted I wanted things to be exciting and different and that's how I came to research in cancer biology and that's why I'm enrolled in biomedical sciences at NUS but having gone through this course and having seen how challenging the field is and how tough it is to even find an internship at any research labs and things like that I think it that slow-paced life of research is possibly not one for me so i'm thinking of i'm probably going to switch out of biomedical sciences and i think honestly i think other than a select few individuals i think the overwhelming majority of students in science do tend to switch out or at least that's what i've gathered from my conversations with other faculty mates what about you uh, when I was younger, I, w- I always wanted to be a teacher, but after a while, I realized that I can't teach and the <laughs> students will probably suffer if I teach. So uh, as I got to my high school years, I, uh, I made the decision to want to uh, be a lawyer, but ultimately due to my grades, I of course wasn't able to make it to law. And but uh, having a law degree is something that I wanted to have in my life. So I I do have plans to take a postgrad in law in the future, uh, like legal studies, because I do find law to be very very interesting, and uh because of the way like uh the law works and finding out more about the way you think because uh in terms of legal studies, it definitely trains your mind. It's not about like memorizing laws or what, but it's the way you think. This was something that I took away a lot from when I took a law module because I realized that the way they think is actually vastly different from the way the rest of us think. 
true because ultimately a uni education changes the way you think. Uh, it's not about what you learn, but it's about how you uh how you think after you how you think and learn after you get your degree. And because of that, um, yes, I definitely had to have plans to take a postgrad in legal studies in the future. And this is something that I'm working towards, which is why uh my financial in, in terms of my financials, uh, I'm making a very big effort in making sure that they are good in order to achieve this goal in the future. That's cool. Which law module did you take in NUS? Um, I took the real estate law, which is a GES. Okay. But uh, I, I think most people took it because of the GES requirement and they just wanted to ask you. But to me, it was something that was very interesting. And I always made the effort to go to class 30 minutes early just to be able to discuss with the prof on like certain cases and uh, to learn more about the legal studies. Okay, that's cool. So you really do have an interest in law and I'm glad you're looking to pursue that in the future too. Yep, I think that's something that uh, probably most people will be like, oh, wow, that's so special. But I guess you do chase what you are interested in so i mean to end off uh thank you everyone for listening to adulting this is our last episode but if you do want a part two of our adulting series you can definitely dm us on our radio pulse ig and if you have any comments for our series do let us know through the radio pulse ig on maybe how we can improve and how we can make this series better for the audience so um, uh, once again i'm javier And I'm Malvika. This is our final. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.